Yo, 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 what up, y'all? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Always again, thank you guys for tuning in. Well, we are back here on the NBA cast. Again, we have the $18,000 kid, Mr. Stephen Q. Miller himself. Woo, woo! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, nah, man, we, we definitely appreciate you coming through as always. Um, today's topic is the NFL's most underrated players of all time. And what we're going to do is we're going to give our personal favorites on offense and our personal favorites on defense. Uh, Steve, I'll let you start it off with your personal favorite on uh, offense. All right. So on offense, uh, I mean, there's so much to choose from, but I'm probably going to go with Rod Smith. Um. I mean, he put up, let's see, about 1,400 yards receiving, about, let's see, or 11,400 yards receiving, 850 catches, about 70 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, those those numbers right there could get you in the Hall of Fame, though he hasn't, obviously. Yeah. And he probably won't just based on – the up-and-coming guys. But, I mean, he was he was easily one of the best players on that Denver Broncos team that won two Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. That, that team offensively was stacked. They yeah, were I mean, stacked. You, you had Elway. You had Davis. You had Sharp. Then you have McCaffrey as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, everybody, when they think about the, that team, they think – they think Elway or Davis, it, and then some people will even throw in Sharp. But usually, Rob Smith doesn't really get talked about as much as he should. Right. And I mean, that—that's my offensive one. I mean, there's just so much to choose from. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of people that probably give Rod Smith recognition. Uh huh. And then there's other people who probably they—they they don't even think he's even a top 50 receiver I mean no you I I think you hit it right on the head there um because like is Terrell Davis even in the is he in the Hall of Fame yeah I want to say yes I think so too and he's, I'm pretty sure he he just got um if I'm not mistaken he got inducted just recently right like, that's what I'm thinking too last like three to five years yeah that's what I thought he uh so, yeah, it's it's easy with him being in the Hall of Fame, Troy Aikman already being in the Hall of Fame. It's easy to to forget about Rod Smith. And, he, I mean, even so, even on his own team, like you said, even in the passing options, you had Sharp and you had uh, McCaffrey's dad. You had Christian uh, McCaffrey's father. So that offense alone already had a lot of weapons, so it's easy for Rod Smith to go unnoticed. Yep. So what about your offense? Who's your offensive guy? Well, you know, for me, I'm going to be a little bit biased. Actually, this ain't biased. This is like, he's definitely the most underrated player of all time for me, hands down. Uh, Mr. Fred Taylor himself, running back, obviously, for the Jaguars. And and this is why I say that. This man, Freddie T, towards the end of his career, his last, what, like three years split the ball he split carries, and he was still putting up numbers. And I'm talking about his last three years with Jacksonville. I'm not even talking about the little 
two minutes he spends in New England and such like that. Yeah. But this man has stats of a Hall of Famer. Um, almost 1,200 rush yards, 66 touchdowns. Like, people don't even realize, like, Fred Taylor was, was a dog. It was definitely, even at our time, he was the best running back of our division, easily. Um, people were – a fun fact about Fred Taylor is actually his uh, very first NFL carry for Jacksonville went for like 60 plus yards for a touchdown. Huh. My guy was a monster. Had one of the uh, he one of my favorite things about him. Okay, so everybody knows Le'Veon Bell for his patience, right? Yeah. Le'Veon gets the ball, he kind of stops moving. Now before him was Fred Taylor. Fred didn't stop moving, but when Fred gets the ball, he does a hop step or a hop. And yeah. that was his way of being patient. Like, it's different. Like I said, Le'Veon will literally stop moving and will watch the whole play develop in front of him. And that's yeah. what makes him so amazing. Whereas Fred, instead of sitting and waiting, he would do a hop. And that way, it kind of helped him carry that momentum. It's not really necessarily a stop and go kind of a thing. It's more of a hop, and he'll be able to push off that back foot and get where he needs to be. And on top of his stats, he was a big boy, six one two thirty. With he and he ran a four four. Fred Fred was a total package. I just hate, I hate that he played for Jacksonville in the sense that he would never get the credit or the recognition that he did. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to ask that. I was about to ask you if you think he was in a different market if he would have had a lot more recognition. Let's put it this way: he played more games than Terrell Davis. So, obviously, his stats are a lot better. But to me, personally, as a running back, I like Fred Taylor over Terrell Davis. If I put Fred Taylor on that team, I think all the all – the, he would get all the, notifi- all the notice that T- TD did because then they're winning Super Bowls. You know, Jacksonville 1 is yeah. already a small market. I mean, it, it also helps with TD that he had Elway. When you have a quarterback exactly. like Elway, it will definitely open up the run game. Exactly, but see, I can't hate on that per se because my quarterback when Fred T- Freddie T was really running that ball for now. Yeah, for now was real good too. Who is arguably the best left-handed quarterback of all time? Yeah, he could have been on the list. So it, Mark Bunnell could have been on the list exactly. <laughs> like my whole offense could have been on the list because we people forget how we had Jimmy Smith and, and Keenan McCardell on that team. Yep. Like that offense was stacked, and, and like. The year we went 13-3 and with that team, we lost all three games to the Titans. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Even in the playoffs, we lost in the playoffs to the freaking Titans. So when people ask me why I hate the Titans so much, it's ever since I was born, I just can't – I can't stand those bums from the beginning, bro. They've been ruining my life from the beginning. <laughs> yep. That's how I feel as a Lions fan with the Packers. Can't stand them. Never will. Well, I'm about to say, yeah, for for you, <laughs> you can't never beat them. They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Y'all, you struggled your whole life. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so I like I like both our offenses. Like I said, I we it's so many you can. There's go so with. many you can choose from. I mean, it like you, weird. like you said, there was Prius Holmes. We could have said who's yep. a good one. There was uh, obviously you said Jimmy Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could even throw some probably probably some current ones. You could probably throw in like a Greg Olson or something like that. Yep, Greg Olson. Uh, a lot of people are gonna say Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers. Somebody underrated now. 
I mean, yep. the list goes on, man. I I just had a name that just randomly popped up. Oh, I, uh, when I was just looking around, I th- I seen somebody say Warwick Dunn. Yeah, Warwick Dunn could be in there. Jamal Anderson could be in there. I mean, it, it's insane. Offensively, it's insane, but defensively, it's just as crazy. And, yeah. and uh, so for defensively, who are you going with? So. I'm actually going with a current player, and I'm going Chandler Jones, mainly because this man has been in the league eight years. Mm-hmm. He has averaged – he has 96 sacks. That's an average of 12 sacks a season. Oh, wow. I mean, he's had only two two seasons in his career with less than 10 sacks. And obviously, I believe last year he had, what, 19, I believe it was? Mm-hmm. And then a couple years prior to that, he had 17. So that's one guy that when you think, the like, let's say in this day and age, best pass rushers, you're thinking Vaughn Miller. You're thinking J.J. Watt. You're thinking Khalil Mack. You're mm-hmm. thinking those guys. Chandler Jones does not get talked about enough. He just doesn't. And that's why I got him on here. And I feel like, like in the in the New England system, I mean, they just have a system. So I mean, you don't really have anybody that balls out in that system. I mean, this year you had kind of Stephon Gilmore, who obviously right. won Defensive Player of the Year. But I mean, I don't remember the last time you had a player on the New England defense. Other than I'm, the last one I could think of is probably either Brewski. Or Willie McGinnis, yeah, that like balled out. But Chandler Jones, while in New England, I mean, he had multiple seasons. I mean, he didn't show out. I guess he uh, he had like eleven and a half sacks, I believe, couple seasons in New England. So his numbers in New England were six sacks, eleven and a half, six, twelve and a half, and then he moved on to Arizona. I mean, that, he, I mean. I'm actually happy that you chose Chandler Jones because, like you said, he had, what, 19 and a half sacks this year? 19. So, since he's moved to Arizona, he has had 11, 17, 13, and 19 sacks. And you know what's crazy with that kind of stat line? I'm going to be honest. You still don't hear about him because when people start talking about sacks and such like that, obviously, you know, you got the Aaron Donalds that come up. Yep. The Von Millers, heck, the JJ, both the Watt boys. You still yep. do not put Khalil Mack. his name in there. Khalil Mack, heck, I'm, I've heard more people talk about Clyde Campbell than I have. And Clyde Campbell's another one who you can say just, yeah, you don't hear about a lot. Yeah, he just doesn't get the recognition, man. And he, he definitely should. I mean, I mean, I told you the numbers in Arizona. That's an average of like 15 sacks a season. I, look, so I, I'm with you. And, and I'm actually one thing though, based on his stats right now. Yes. Right now, if he was, if he continues on this path, let's say another three more years, do you put him in consideration for the Hall of Fame when it's time for him to retire? Consideration, definitely. But the Hall of Fame, in my mind, is all about timing, because you can have really good numbers that are like a lot of people say are borderline Hall of Fame. But if you just come in at the wrong time, I mean, it's going to be tough for you to get – you definitely probably won't get um, 
you will get first ballot if you come right. in at the wrong time, definitely. And I mean, sometimes you just you just gotta wait. And if he stays, if he stays on the path that he's having while he's in Arizona, averaging about fifteen a season, I I don't know, man. I don't know how he can't be a first ballot unless there's some crazy names on there with him. Right. I mean, but you know, it's crazy. I mean, I take that back. It's not. I wouldn't say it's crazy only because we've seen what they did to T.O. Yeah. And we all know T.O. had everything. He had the, the stats, the talent, and he passed the eye test. Let's be honest. T.O. Oh, definitely. He, but it still took him so long. Yep, and it's all because the voters just did not like his personality. And, yeah. And that's and, the sad I mean, thing, Chandler man. Jones don't have anything like that. He, I don't think you ever hear anything about a Chandler Jones and, like, the news or anything like that. Nah, I, I haven't. I mean, it's more of his crazy brother. His crazy fighting brother. <laughs> yeah. My man can't stay off the crack. Pretty much. But for me, again, I it, this is a hard conversation to have and not be a homer when you're a Jaguar fan because our market's so small and our fan base is so small. Like, if you're not from Jacksonville, you don't like Jacksonville. You know? So, in general, we normally don't get the publicity of somebody else. But for my defensive player, I'm going to stick at home with Jacqueline. I'm going to go Rasheen Mathis. Rasheen had a hell of a career. Hell of a career. In his prime, which was, I would say, 2008, he he was second in the league in picks, I want to say, behind Asante Samuel with eight. And I remember for the longest, they were going back and forth like, I remember that year. They like one week, you know, it'll be Rasheen Mathis. The next week mm-hmm. it'll be Asante Samuel. And honestly, because of that year, I don't like Asante Samuel because I'm like, <laughs> my dog is better than that. You know, so yep, but exactly. some interesting stats that I'm guaranteeing you people won't won't believe me if I tell you, but it's here. Rasheen Mathis has more career interceptions than Darrell Revis. I can see that because, I mean, Rasheem – I mean, Rasheem played longer, obviously, right? Yeah, he played three years longer. So I can see that. And, uh, I mean, Revis, he just – I mean, there's a reason he was – reason he was called Revis Island. I mean, people didn't – they just didn't try him. Yeah, but, I mean, when we're talking about complete corner row – this man also was making tackles. So, look, uh, Rasheen has played like 12 years, and he has 650 yep. tackles as a cornerback. Yeah, that's impressive that, because he is, that is very physical for a corner. As a yeah. matter of fact, man, his rookie year, he had 81 tackles. Yep. Now, that could, that's a give or take process. You could look at it and say, man, either A, he was getting roasted, gave up a lot of catches, or the defense just wasn't good and he had to make the play. You can look at it however you want to look at it. The man had all those tackles, and then he also, like I said, was always in the, he was in conversations and leading the league for picks. He also has more defensive touchdowns than Darrell Reeves. Yeah. So, like, and Darrell Reeves, I'm not saying – 
I'm not saying Rasheen was a better corner, but for us to be able to have this conversation and be able to at least even compare, let's, let's be real. Somebody, we, we can't just compare anybody to Darrell Reeves. No. So if we can sit here and have this conversation and compare, and I can tell you 90% of this world doesn't know who Rasheen Mathis is. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, to compare him to Revis is just, in my opinion, absurd. Because Revis was, I mean, he was a what? Four time All Pro? Yeah. Mathis was a one time. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm not saying Darrell Revis wasn't better. But, like I said, for us to be able to have this conversation and put them in the same sentence just speaks on the volume of how good Rasheen was and he how underrated he was. Yeah, he was definitely underrated. I mean, most people, like you said, probably don't know who Rasheen Mathis is. They won't. And mainly because of where he played. I mean, I feel like that's – a lot of it has to do about, like, marketing, basically. Like, if he played for the Cowboys, people would know who he is. Oh, man, if he played for the Cowboys, man, they'd be trying to staple Rasheen Mathis in the top ten for corners, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and it does because, I mean, sadly, if you even looking at it in today's game, uh, what's the name? Darius Hayward? Or is it not Darius Hayward? Casey? Casey. Casey Hayward. He's dealing with the same situation. Everybody over here disrespecting him. Yeah, I mean, he's been shutting it down. I mean, he was young in Green Bay, but then since he got in uh, to L.A., San Diego, whatever you want to call it, he, uh, he's he been balling out. He's been the number one corner, and, I mean, I think he's led the league in picks. Yeah, and, I mean, and even even his last, what, year or two in Green Bay, he was really solid. Mm-hmm. And then even for your guy, uh, he's gone now, but Darius Slay. Oh, Slay, <laughs> people overlook Slay all the time just because he's in Detroit, and our defense wasn't that good, but he was not the problem exactly. at all. Exactly. He was never the problem. But, I mean, at that point in his career, I mean, he's 30, wanted a big payday. I, I don't think we are willing to give him that. But, yeah, as far no. as, like, underrated, yeah, Slay right now is probably one of the most underrated corners. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's so many ways we could have went about this. I mean, oh, I, I'm looking at some of my sports stuff out the corner of my eye. Uh, another really underrated, this would be back on offense, wide receiver, TJ Hushmanzada. Yeah, TJ. <laughs> TJ was really overlooked, mainly because he played with Chad. Because Exactly. And sometimes exactly. that's what happens. Like I said, timing. Because if TJ was the guy and there was no Chad Ochocinco, people would definitely know who he was. Exactly. And I'm, I mean, honestly, one of the main reasons why I remember TJ is from the old fantasy football commercial. Remember when uh, the guy was like, yeah, I'm, I'm drafting TJ. Who's your mama? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, cause no one can say his last name, but like when you really go back and look at his career, he was a monster, man. He like didn't drop anything. He was Mister Reliable for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was. He was a baller, bro. He was a. He was a slot receiver playing on the outside. Right. Cause he he got you a hundred 
to 110 catches almost every season. <laughs> like, he wouldn't get you many yards. Nah, he wasn't the fastest guy. No, he wasn't. Not at all. So, yeah, I, I'm. I definitely want to continue this with everyone else because, like I said, people have been throwing out some names. And we're only going to hear even – we're going to hear better names, too, from people with different teams, you know. So oh, I definitely I definitely can't wait to release this one so people can tune in and, and, and comment with us because – Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing everybody else's comments on who they think are because I know we're missing names. And I'm just hoping everybody else chimes in and lets us know which right, guys we right. missed. Exactly. So, with that being said, you guys, again, thank you for tuning in. But please, especially for this conversation, because this is a good one. Right? We're not here to argue, not this time at least, but I definitely want to hear y'all input because you've already given me some great names and some stuff to really think about. And that's why I even chose this conversation. So, please, tune in. Uh, comment, leave a gif, however you want to, however you want to drop your most underrated player. It don't matter. Just please do so. Eighteen thousand dollar kid. Again, thank you for being on the show. We'll definitely Thanks for have having you me again, probably tomorrow. But we'll see how it goes.